So yeah, how are you, man? It's been yeah. a while. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm, I'm doing great. Thank you. Good, good. Well, thanks for taking the time to speak with me today. It's always appreciated. i got to ask, first things first, how's your day going? You been busy? Uh, no, you know, it's been quite stress-free now. We, uh, we had the, our release party this weekend uh, at our uh, local hometown here, at the local bar. Went awesome. Uh, a lot of people showed up and we had a great time. So uh, we're just, you know, riding the waves after that one. So. For sure, for sure. How surreal is it still to be doing that, doing that sort of thing? Yeah, uh, you know, um, I, I guess our band has grown quite a bit since uh, the pandemic started, and it was just surreal to see like people lining up, up outside of the door. So <laughs> we're not used to that, man. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I mean, last time we spoke, it was August twenty twenty. We were knee deep in COVID. COVID pandemic at that point since then and now over a year later how have you been holding up personally uh personally it's uh, been you know up and down which I guess uh you know it's been that for many people uh but yeah you know um yeah what have we, what have I done really <laughs> I have just written a lot of music you know and uh stuff like that uh we, we uh, I had a rough patch there with, with you know drinking quite a bit too much, but uh, it's it's gone down now, fortunately. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but th- that's just a result of just sitting at sitting at home, basically. It's an interesting one, isn't it? I mean, you try and we try and talk to artists and musicians to see if we can separate the period where you've not really been able to do a lot of what you normally would do, and say what have you been like doing personally compared to what you've been doing with the band but ultimately they're so intertwined yeah just, it, it's always it's always the same really yeah um but you know uh, at the same time we've been we, we have not played that you know much uh anyway so we're just so used to writing anyways but you know just having something to look forward to uh when that went away you know it's it was some sort of like COVID depression that hit us all <laughs> in some way. But yeah. yeah, it does it from the smallest to the biggest band in the entire world. Everyone was affected in some way. Concerning yep. Orbit Culture, do you think you guys have managed well during this period and you've been able to ride the wave to get out of it, as it were? Yeah, I think so. You know, we, uh, we are, I have a great bunch of great guys in our band. Uh, you know, the motivation has been on top all the time anyways, even though there's been, you know, the whole media campaign, you know, really, really disappeared for a bit. So we, we really had to like focus on getting video content out, you know, and all that whole, whole, you know, process of how the fuck should we do? Yeah. We can't play now <laughs> because all the gigs just went away as, as it did for, Know, all artists and bands but yeah i i think inter you know internally within the band i think we uh handled it pretty well was it that focus on the fact that white like, you knew nija came out you couldn't do anything with it uh in regards to going out playing live do you think that's the sort of thing that that focused where you were like okay we're gonna do videos we're gonna try and keep orbit culture's name out did you think that helped get you guys through this period when you weren't sure what was going to happen yeah, I believe so because that 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 put us very much in you know thinking 
you know, that put our, our, our minds into, you know, just being focused on, on, on that stuff. That's, you know, it's, it's simple to say it was not simple, but <laughs> at least it kept us focused in some way. Um, but that was just a band part of it with, you know, within our personal lives, we, as, as it did for all people <laughs> on the globe, you know, what, what can we do? You know? Yeah, it, it's, what can you do? Wait and yeah. see, hopefully something will change. It's a constant waiting game. So yeah, anything good to come from that is uh, worth talking about. Going back to last year then, are you happy with how Nija did? Obviously not being able to capitalize on the release as you would have hoped to, but you know, it, we are over a year since that album came out. When you reflect on it, was it everything you hoped it could be? Absolutely. Good. Uh, I, I'm very satisfied with, a big, you know, with all the videos and shit that we did, uh, you know, internet has been our greatest friend <laughs> during, during stuff like this. Uh, so we, ca we can't really complain at all. We just, we just want to play, man. That's that's where it, <laughs> that's where you know it hurts a lot. We just have to play, and uh, yeah, we're still busy in the orbit culture camp. You've obviously new EP out, Shaman, released on the twenty fourth of September, twenty twenty one, via Seek and Strike again. Um, give us some detail if you wouldn't mind in regards to when and why you decided to follow up Nisha so soon. You know, it's uh, to be honest, it's it's just a result of you know the pandemic. We. Uh, we just needed stuff to do all the time so and i figured i had a bunch of songs that i i had this uh, huge cubase project where i like have all my stuff in and uh, we just picked five songs that we felt were cool and finished them and like you know the uh, thought behind it was that you know if we're home let's just write and record so we can secure more ammunition for the live shows when that that opens up and uh and uh, you know, to give something back to the fans that's also waiting for live shows to be coming back, you know, something for them to you know get there, you know, yeah, to get just uh, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> I can't yeah, find yeah, the word for it. Yeah, it's a combination of things to give them something to 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 chew on effectively yes, while they wait, but also you know it works to not forget about all but culture because obviously when you can't play live and you only put music everyone else is putting music out online and stuff like that so it's very it can, you can get forgotten quite quickly i think yeah that's very true so when it those five songs was it um were they mostly complete were they like half complete was it simply a matter of tidying up and touching up or where was it a rewriting process completely uh you know how i tend to work is that i usually do like intro verse pre-chorus and then i stop and go you know <laughs> forward to the next one so i got like i don't know like 100 of those lying around uh but at the same time the songs that gets finished the you know the most quickly those i think in some way are the ones that are the best because you don't have to think so much about them yeah so i think that uh but yeah, there were uh, one or two songs that like I was stuck on for like three months, but then you reach for like some uh, synth noises and or it's a church organ and you know you just oh yeah this works so then you write it um, 
uh, then you finish it for in like an hour or so. <laughs> the insight into the madman of a musician that that sort of talk is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one of the fascinating things about Shaman is that unlike a lot of bands and artists who have wrote music during this rough period, this EP is focused on the future in that orbit culture in a live environment. Why, why focus on that? Considering your wealth of content that you have and perhaps inspiration, why, why, what, was it as simple as we want to play these songs live? Yeah, you, you hit the nail on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but, uh, you know, we, we, uh, we, we have not stopped rehearsing Nija, or, but we, sometimes when you play certain stuff, it just like, of course, we haven't played them live yet, mm. uh, but you feel when you play certain stuff that it's 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 not that fun to just you know sweat over weird guitar patterns and stuff like that so we we uh, actually wrote the uh, wrote the songs uh, with like a simpler approach and uh, we focused more on like how would the audience react to like we we tried to make the uh, like the choruses a, a bit more accessible and stuff like that and uh, but that's a fine balance too because you don't want to go like pop full pop <laughs> or anything. Um, but yeah, it's it's a uh, it's it's an EP made for live use. There is uh, nothing to bad it really. It's uh, it's just what it is. It's fascinating just to have that simple goal and to see it achieved so readily. The combination of what songs you will want to play from Nija and Unshaman, it's. There's your live set, basically, just on the album <laughs> and the EP alone. Yeah. I have to ask, though, then, how do you differentiate between songs that are written for the radio, as it were, and songs that are explosive live? Or to you, is there no difference? Uh, you know, you you feel in your spine that it's something, some things will work and some will not. But uh, I tend to, I, I really... I really don't want to lose any orbit stuff and I I don't think we will because you know we we there are certain elements that just make orbit work in some yeah. way it's the growls it riffs some choruses blah 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 uh, and the breakdowns and the some of the violins but to be honest we just write and record what we feel is cool at the time <laughs> That makes sense. I suppose it ties into the next one then, which I was going to ask, is this a sign of things to come, the direction that Orbit Culture will continue to move in, or is it just very natural evolution as you continue? I think it's just a natural evolution. Um, we, uh, of course, we try to keep, you know, somewhat inside the, a box, but we also love, like, to experiment, uh, you know, introducing new sounds and stuff, but in you know, at the end of the day, we are four guys, drums, bass, two guitars and vocals. And that, that's, that's, you know, the, our core. And, and we love metal and we, <laughs> we are a metal band. So, uh, you know, people that are anxious about like only hearing uh, like sh tracks like Strangler or something like that, you don't have to worry. It's, it's just us experimenting with stuff. And it's not like it's a it's not like it's a wild experimentation. You've not dropped a seventies prog progressive EP no. on us, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what about when it came to sort of uh, lyrical content for this EP? Where did you find yourself drawing from, considering the tone and what you were going for in the live environment? Was it a much simpler process this time around for you? 
you know, I tend to write, I, I, I sort of continued uh, from the stuff that we, that I wrote on media, like uh, some mental issues, addiction issues, and, you know, horrible shit like that. But, <laughs> but, uh, and, and, and it may sound so weird, but when the pandemic hit, when you couldn't go abroad or anything, I really started to miss, miss you know, the ocean and like going on vacation and jungle, uh, you know, the jungle and stuff like that. Yeah. Because up here in Sweden, it's just so cold all the time. <laughs> but that's where like, you know, it's a long shot, but that's where the shaman title come in, came into play because I was, you know, yeah, last year I was very into, yeah, you know, just missing beaches and stuff. And then, you know, the shaman stuff, reading about like Aztec stuff and history and stuff like that. And it's so weird where I just uh, <laughs> plowed through all the pirates of the Caribbean movies, just got so hooked into those films. And, you know, there came a sailor's day <laughs> for some reason. So it's very, it's very basic, you know, um, influences but uh yeah i don't think it's i don't I, I don't think it's as basic as you make it sound out considering where the source <laughs> came from and the the, the gut, gut of feeling that you felt about missing those sort of things um as, has that interest in mysticism and spirituality and that as, aztecs and i don't know that culture is that something that you continue to look at yeah uh, you know I, I love that sort of you know uh, and especially the these shamans with the um, in South America with the uh, ayahuasca stuff. I I've not tried, uh, you know, that's sort of uh, substances myself. But I have had my fair, you know, experience of like shroom, shrooms and stuff. And that's where carvings came in because that's that's a whole different story. But <laughs> <laughs> but you know stuff like that. I I I always want to write about you know something that i know a little about mm. and just uh you know it's 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 a lot easier when you're honest <laughs> and uh when it comes to the tracks like strain uh, strangler uh it's it's basically just the uh the, the the problems with social media and influencers you know the, people are not so careful these days uh when they are putting themselves out there and uh, there are some, you know, fucked up people there out there that's watching, you know, your every move, basically. Mm. What advice would you give to someone with a social media addiction? Could you give advice? I don't think I can because I'm I'm myself so drawn into it because I have I have a band to <laughs> like market, but. Uh, uh, when I see these uh, these young women and stuff, you know they, it's and uh, th that ties in with uh, watching a lot of like dark documentaries. Uh, it's 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 a scary world and it's it's some scary people out there and people are not cautious enough. I th I think at least. No, I can understand where you're coming from. Um, I, were you yesterday? Yesterday, time recording yesterday. Uh, were, were you aware of the big? outage of facebook instagram whatsapp yeah uh you know that that's just the result of being 
you know, I, I guess I'm not addicted to it, but I use it every day, like, you know, most people. And uh, w- once it's shut down, everyone is like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It was a funny bit of business. Um, so even though you, obviously you have to use social media for your band, of course, it's part and parcel of it. There's no getting around that. Do you feel like you've got a good balance, though, between personal use and professional use? I think so. Yeah, I... Uh... I was one of those guys who shared everything <laughs> too, especially when in my teens, like many did, I suppose. But uh, yeah, I use it as more as a tool these days. Well, I don't want I don't want to age you because I don't know what age you are. But I'm 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 a MySpace kid. Are you? Uh, yeah, I I I I think I've made a account uh and then it just dropped off because i at the same time i think facebook came was it right 2007 or 8 or something i can't really mem- remember but um uh, i just missed that threshold <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit older then. Yeah. <laughs> okay um any orbit culture content we've noticed right on our website gets a ton of traction regardless what it is be it an interview be it a review of the ep need last year and so on and that's awesome thank you so much for that but it's Awesome to see how beloved you are all over the world. Is this something you're beginning to really notice that Orbit Culture are well spread and beyond your homeland? Yeah, you know, here, here in Sweden, it's 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 not that much, you know. Uh, but I, I think that ties in with that. Sweet Swedish people are very shy, <laughs> and uh, but uh, you know, reading so many nice comments every day, and it's 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 really you know grown into something that. It's, it feels like a family these days and uh, it's so beautiful to see we have this huge discord group where everyone is just chatting to each other uh, every day and uh, you know it's 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 a community mm. these days and it's uh, you know it's surreal <laughs> it's the dream and i think it's the dream of many a band this, these days that uh, effectively a fan base builds itself and then just yeah. sustains itself with, with you just being the the overarching host yeah <laughs> it's it's so cool i love it can you can you put your finger on it or identify what is it about orbit culture do you think that connects so many people around the world you know that's that's a difficult question hmm. i uh i don't i you know i when it comes to the music i think that uh I, when I listen to bands, I, uh, I I love many bands, but yeah. I always, yeah, it comes back to the writing process. I'm just going to take it from the beginning there, because when I write stuff, I tend to not steal stuff, but <laughs> I, I listen to a certain song and I say to myself, like, I, I want to have something like that because that made me feel something. And I did, then I just... To try to break down 10 songs and put it into one of my own <laughs> so uh, I don't know if, if that connects people or if it's the lyrics or this you know it could be anything this cinematic stuff and mm. only maybe people only like the growl or the uh, clean or raspy vocals I, I you know I I got no clue I because we uh, me and the band members we have this we live in the <laughs> rehearsal space, like in a bubble. So it's it's very hard to, yeah, it's very hard to uh, 
put your finger on it, I think. But that's exciting too. No, it is. I completely understand. It's one of those questions that I, I know already you won't have a direct answer. I'd be amazed if you've had a direct yeah. answer. <laughs> but I was digging and I was digging earlier on and I was looking at comments on videos and I was looking at comments on the interview we did last year. And one, two things kind of stood out for me. One is a little bit, I don't want to embarrass you, but basically a lot of people think you're very attractive. That seems <laughs> to be something. <laughs> the other is how humble you come across and how respectful in regards to that. And I have to ask then, what on earth helps keep, keeps you grounded? Well, first of all, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I, you know, we're just regular dudes <laughs> who loves to play music. And uh, I think Swedish people are generally very quiet and uh, don't want to make too much noise for themselves but uh yeah i i, I have a good answer for that either but um we we just want to present ourselves as we think our idols should be in right. some way yeah is That's, that weird no no, <laughs> no. no. it's uh, it's such a difficult one isn't it because only as bands grow in size and demand increase and stuff like that there becomes a disconnection between the fans you can't be as personable as you might want to be i think that's an aspect yeah. of it you know whereas you, i guess you still for you maybe correct me if i'm wrong you, you you still feel that almost talk to everyone kind of thing right yeah uh i, t I try to talk to as many people as i can every day uh because in the end those are the people that support you and uh in some way keep the engine rolling um of course we have a passion for creating music that's you know that's 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 a thing that starts with ourselves first but um uh, we you know we couldn't survive without them and uh it's it, and especially now since this has only happened for like the two you know the past two or three years it started mm -hmm. to grow a bit with red fog but before that we were like we hadn't we there was wasn't many people that were listening to us but those people are still with us today so they haven't left ever you know ever since day one in 2013 there so it's 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 a, just a big happy family <laughs> so and you have to take care of your family members I think this could be the most positive interview I've done this year. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Obviously shows are few and far between right now. Obviously you want to get back on that stage, especially with these tracks in your arsenal. Are you basically planning a busy 2022? I know obviously it's impossible to say what will and will not happen, but is the hope 2022 is just going to be a big year for you? Yes. We have a lot of uh, things that, you know, uh, as we speak being planned, uh, right now and uh some of it are you know huge mm -hmm. i think uh, i can't say anything about it yet but let's hope that it you know it locks together and uh, that the pandemic calms down so yeah we can play but uh i truly believe that if if everything goes well and uh, you know we we uh, focus on the right shit 2022 will be a heck of a year on the road Fingers crossed. Yeah. Hi, Nicholas, last question for you. The dust is beginning to settle, Shaman. 
how pleased are you with the reaction to date that people have given you? And what message can you send to those fans you already mentioned who have been with you all this way? Yeah, you know, uh, it's it's been a, such a fun week. We, uh, I, I, I think none of us in the band has landed yet. And uh, <laughs> that's all thanks to you guys. And uh, it's, it's surreal that, you know, the, the love and support that we get is you know, unmatched. So thank, thank you so, so much. And look out for 2022. Hopefully get back over to the UK. I think it was 2019 the last time you were here, right? Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we did some dates in the I think London and Bristol and uh, Manchester, I believe it was. Really cool places. Looking forward to going back. Nicholas, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I really appreciate it. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there, that's patreon.com forward slash gbhbl, as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts, and of course, if you like this video, do us a favour, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal, what else is life for?